I am Hatan. I greet you in the love and the light of our infinite Creator. It is a great privilege to be with you this evening, as it is every evening. I and my brothers are with you. We are with you because you desire our presence. Yet this statement is ambiguous, for we cannot be separated. Nothing in this creation can be separated from anything else, for everything is one thing. Therefore, when I say to you that I am with you, it has more than one meaning. I am with this instrument in a direct sense with respect to his ability to understand an intellectual communication. I am with each of you in an equivalent way. It is not necessary for you to be able to receive my thoughts in an intellectual way. This is only convenient if they are to be passed in a verbal fashion to others, as I am doing now. However, the same thoughts are also yours, for they are everyone's. It is only a matter of whether or not you desire the thoughts. Those of the people of your planet who do not desire the thoughts of those of us who now surround your planet are not obliged to receive them. This would be a great error on our part. Those of the people of your planet who desire these thoughts receive them. Whether they may be translated into a verbal form or not is of no particular consequence. We of the Confederation of Planets in the service of the Infinite Creator are preparing to launch a new attack upon your planet, an attack of love. If one is to attack with love, it is necessary that it be done with utmost care. The only possibility, if one is to attack with love, is that the ones attacked desire that they be attacked. More and more of the people of your planet have become aware of this attack. More and more of them are now welcoming this attack. For this reason, it is possible to accelerate our program. Many of those that are at this time aware of some form of attack are not welcoming it. This results in our limitations. It is necessary that we do not in any way infringe upon those of your planet who do not desire the attack. Therefore, we must remain a mystery, a mystery that can be rejected by those who wish to reject our presence. We must, however, bring to more and more of those of your people who wish to accept us the truth and understanding that they desire, that is theirs, that is all man's. For this was given to him by his Creator, we are merely agents, acting in a way to bring that which is desired to those who desire it. 
I am aware that many of the people of your planet consider that we have wasted too much time in our attempts to awaken the slumbering population of your planet. We would greatly prefer to act much, much more rapidly, but the speed and the degree of our activities must be regulated, not by us, but by you. The acceptance of us by the total population of this planet is the only governing principle that controls our activities. We will, very shortly, increase these activities. More and more of our craft will be seen by the people of your planet. This can be done because they are beginning to accept us. We will do this in order that their curiosity will be stimulated. This curiosity will then lead them to seeking the truth of our presence. This truth is what they desire, even though they do not consciously realize it. There will be a certain percentage of your population who will not desire, nor will they seek knowledge of us. This we expect. This will limit us. But we will be able to act much more directly in the very near future. There has been, within the past few years, an increasing awareness of something outside the limitations of the material world which has held the people of your society for a very long time in a trance-like state. We are about our Father's business. We are about to give to many, many of the people of your planet the only thing that they need to progress. We are aware that many of you believe that we repeat ourselves too much. But we have actually only one thing to present to your people. This is truth. And it is very simple. If they would simply learn to accept this truth and utilize it, they would be free of their limitations. We have stated many times in our communications this truth in many different ways. It is all that is needed. There is nothing more that is required, for once you are able to assimilate this knowledge, you are then in a position to know all things, for you are then in common with all of the creation. This is the way that you were created. Only, though, shall I say, errors in experimentation with free will has man limited his thinking and cut himself off from total knowledge The mind of man is not created so that it is isolated. It is created to be in contact with all consciousness at all times. It is possible through understanding, which is not intellectual in form, to realize the single truth that allows man of earth to remove this limitation or separation from the infinite mind. 
it is only necessary that the individual avail himself to this infinite mind through the practice of daily meditation. It has been found by some of the people dwelling upon your planet. However, it was necessary for them to seek this mind through meditation. At this time, I would like to continue for a very short time on another subject. It is the subject of the principle of telepathic communications. There are many ways of achieving contact such as this one. There are several ways we can impress an intellectual thought upon an instrument. The form of contact that we are using most of the time with this instrument is a form that presents to him a concept or a portion of a concept. He is able to use his own fabrications of language to describe the concept. At other times, we use muscular control to aid the instrument in forming words to fit the concepts impressed upon him. If the concept is of a totally new or different nature from his thinking or his realization in meditation, we use a great deal of muscular control. If the concept is familiar to him, we allow him great leeway in his intellectual analysis of the concept and, therefore, his verbalization of it. You can experiment by saying a word to yourself without speaking. You will hear it in your mind. One part of your mind has said the word and another part has heard it, although you have made no sound. It is possible for two or more or all minds to work in this manner. It is necessary that they don't for this could result in an unimaginable confusion and constant noise in the mind. However, it is possible by willing it to, just as you hear the unspoken word that you have thought in your mind, to direct the same word to another mind. It is also possible to direct a muscular action, a response to another mind. It is also possible to impress an intellectual concept upon another mind. It is also possible to impress a non-intellectual concept upon another mind. These are just a few of the simple principles of communication mind to mind. We have some difficulty at times and there is confusion. This instrument is aware of the possibility of generating thoughts and repeating them as if they were from a source external to him. My friends, I have stated earlier that there is only one source. It is the Creator. There are seven planets in your solar system that are now inhabited by our craft and our people. Many of these would not be seen if you were to go to these planets. 
However, some would. There are a great number of us who are very interested in this solar system at this time. We are very interested in your planet at this time. We will be in your skies on the first day of this coming month. You will be aware of our presence at that time. I have attempted to give this instrument certain thoughts this evening that are difficult to relay. I am going to leave him now, for he is fatigued. I am Hatan. Adonai Basu. <laughs>